Welcome to Mom Fashions, an honest discussion about the beauty and burden of motherhood. I'm Emily. And I'm Beth. And we hope these next few minutes encourage, inspire, and remind you that we are all in this together. This is Mom Fashions, a Fort Worth Moms production. Episode 29, Back to School, Sort of. Emily, we're talking about back to school. Dun, dun, dun. And I think the only way that I can truly express how I feel is like this. (gasps) (laughs) Sorry, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's still going. (laughs) I I wrote that just for you. Yeah. Um, This is completely organic, not scripted. (laughs) Yes, I even, so I drove here to record with you, leaving my husband to figure out the last two hours of our school day. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time I've left my house since Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah. I had some feelings, (laughs) but there are no words. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I bet we are all sick of talking about mm-hmm. back to school. But by and far, it is the number one topic we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like in all of our mom's groups, like amongst my own personal friends, like this is number one mm-hmm. forefront what we are living with and thinking about right now. Yeah, because... What else is there right now? Like it feels like there is n- there's nothing else. Well, I feel like this is so big. I can't even take my eyes off of it to even think about anything else yeah. right now. Like Yeah. My daughter mentioned what she wanted to ask Santa Claus for the other day. And I'm like, "Oh no. It's like 12 years until we're going to talk yes. about that." Like I can't even deal with the idea mm-hmm. of Santa right now. So. Yeah, my daughter is making a birthday list. Her birthday is in November. <laughs> You're like, no and way. I'm like, okay, that's not that's not even <laughs> on the radar. We may at not all. be alive then. Yes. So let's like not. the world may end before exactly. then. Don't get your hopes up for no. that American girl doll. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's. We talked about this a couple of times when we talked about crisis Mm -hmm. schooling. We Mm -hmm. talked about kind of education in the summer, all that stuff. So let's get an update. Yeah. What what are y'all doing for school, Beth? I know, because we actually started. You haven't started yet, right? I'm still on spring break. (laughs) (laughs) The terminal terminal spring break. Yes. Yes. Who knew? 2020. Um, Yeah. So I... You know, this year I have a third grader, a kindergartner, brand new baby kindergartner, and a three-year-old. And so here we are. We're pushing in. We're (laughs) we're doing this. And that's all I got to say. That's all I got. Here we are. It really, like, it has been such a mixed bag of emotions. And I... Kindergarten, I feel like, is always an emotional. Oh, Lord, yes. Yes, because watching your baby just mm-hmm. jump out of the nest that yeah. way, it's hard. It's harsh. Yes. And so I was gearing up for it last year, knowing that it was coming. And I know you were yeah. too, because you have a kindergarten baby this year. And 
man, the emotions that I feel this week are so different than I expected to feel, mm-hmm. but they are the same caliber of emotions. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's almost, it feels almost like alien because you've like... It is. You've not really felt this way before. Yes. Yeah. Where last year I was expecting to be grieving because my child was leaving my home, going into another person's classroom and spending a day with another woman mm-hmm. instead of me. Right. That was what I was going to be grieving this year. And instead, I'm grieving that my child is staying home <laughs> and not leaving my house right, right. and not going to yeah. another classroom. Yeah. And and I feel glad that I have some extra time, you know, yeah. FaceTime with her. Right. But I am sad for her mm-hmm. because... It's not the kindergarten dream. It's not that you get your own little desk and you have your pencil box and your Mm. special stuff that, you know, those notebooks with kittens on them. Like, and I'm, I'm sad for that, you know? So, so what have y'all specifically chosen Mm -hmm. for your, your girls? Our school district has offered this year to, uh, well, a lot of different things. It's changed from week to week. (laughs) Day to day even. Yes. Yes. August was rough. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So the first, what what is happening right now is they are offering um, in-person or online. However, the in-person will not start for three more weeks. But we chose before they made any decisions that we would do online only um, for a few reasons. And, you know, those reasons kind of, They've kind of evolved. They've kind right. of grown. You know, initially it was because we didn't feel like it would be fully safe for them to go in person. Um, and kind of as things have progressed, uh, we also know our children and we know that wearing a mask and a shield, which would be required for in person, is just not something that they're going to be willing to do. They're mm-hmm. just not going to do it. They're going to hate it. They're yeah. going to feel like they're in prison. So of two very not ideal options, keeping them home was kind of the better of the two. As we've kind of waded into it this week, my thought has been there, there are a lot of families who when school goes back in, but it's limited to how much space they have, that there are a lot of families that have kids with special needs that need to be in person, that they will not thrive mm-hmm. in an online setting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of families who both parents work or they're single parent homes and they have to work during the day and they cannot possibly sustain keeping their child at home for online learning. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that one of one of the reasons that's starting to v- develop for my husband and I is that we feel like we are at a place in our lives where we can keep our kids home and do online learning. That's a possibility for us. I I don't work outside of the home and his schedule is very flexible. Mm-hmm. And our kids they'll be okay with that. You yeah. know, they can they can handle the online yeah. learning. It's not ideal. Mm-hmm. It's not as fun. But they are their health and their abilities, they can do that for six months to a year. Mm-hmm. And so almost out of like a community responsibility, 
you know, where this is what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. A bit of, a bit of civic duty. A little civic yeah. duty. And not to be like patting myself on the back because, gosh, like there's no judgment or anything for whatever you need to do for your family, but more of this is what's right for our family and our community right now. And I think that our our decisions right now have to look at both, you yeah. know. And everybody so, kind of has a role in this, and mm-hmm. everybody's role may look a little different. Yeah. But finding what your yours is and being committed to that mm-hmm. can really have a big impact on your community. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, so who now are aren't y'all doing some supplemental something or another? Yeah. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Thing? So one of the big concerns when we were making this decision, because I I think and I agonized over this decision uh, yeah. as we all yes have i have right? heard that repeated yes. over and over we did not come to this choice lightly i've heard no. that said a million times it is it is a hard hard decision mm-hmm. and you have to look at so many facets and so for us it was um first we looked at the academic value of it. We looked at the civic duty side of it. And then we also looked at, okay, what is going to be emotionally and mentally healthy for our kids and for our family? Mm -hmm. And so we felt like, yes, we can do online school academically. Yes, we should do online school for the sake of our community. Um, But emotional and mental health, our kids need to be socialized. I'm an introvert, and I can handle some serious alone time, um, but my kids are not necessarily introverts, and especially as they're developing, sure. I want them to have friendships. I want them to socialize, mm-hmm. and they need that, and so um, we decided to join a local homeschool co-op, and so it's a small group of families. Um, I think it's under 40 families, but there are only eight um, kids in a classroom at a time. Um, they meet once a week for like three hours mm-hmm. and um, it gives my kids some age appropriate socialization in a small, mm-hmm. safe, kind of isolated setting. And yeah. so we decided to do that on top of the online option for our um, ISD. And I don't know how that's going to work. It doesn't start till September. Right. But we'll do a follow-up episode in October yeah. and tell everybody how all of our choices yes. have worked out. Yes. When I'm like crying in a corner eating a box of Twinkies, <laughs> then uh, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. record from there. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, we aren't into it yet. Um, I also agonized. Like it felt like almost tangible stress like it was so thick and heavy it almost felt tangible but um our district we are also in a public school our district does not start until September 8th and the thing that crushes me about that a little is this means we don't end until June 18th let that sit in for a minute but there we are to then like Literally, I don't know the exact number, but like two or three days later, the state governing bodies making changes saying that you couldn't have 100% virtual education beyond a four-week period. So then our district came back and said, okay, then we don't want, I mean, 
they don't want to make a decision about in-person school until they see what the impact is going to be after Labor Day. And you can't ascertain what that impact will be in terms of cases until a good two weeks. So I don't think that, from my understanding, the board isn't reconvening until October 2nd to make oh, the wow. decision about whether in-person will start that, like, second week-ish of um, October. So you will be online 100%. regardless. 100%. For the first First, month. Yeah, for the first four weeks. Ideally, I want in-person class for my girls. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm glad that there's a delayed start because I think it gives them more time to work towards a more organized, thorough, even practiced Mm -hmm. implementation of that. Yeah. The hardest thing about all of this is that my children need two different things. They do, yeah. And my older child has had some very serious mental health. I think you could call it a crisis mm. during all of this that we are just starting to claw out of. She falls into the 504 special needs categories, yeah. even though she doesn't look like a person. You would never guess that she has special needs. Yeah. Um, she desperately needs an in-person environment. Mm-hmm. My younger daughter, I want her to have in-person. I mean, I chose in-person public school for a reason because I think it is a good choice for my kids. Yeah. Like there are lots of benefits. Could she survive virtual? She could. Mm -hmm. She has chronic asthma. So I don't know that in-person is necessarily our best choice. But so, like, what do we do? Even Mm -hmm. Even if we say keep the little one home and send the bigger one, my bigger one is still then exponentially more likely to get COVID and bring it home. So it's not like I'm not even, I'm not really even protecting Louisa if I send Anna Zane to school. Yeah. Um, Like if the numbers are as low as they are now, that first week of October, Mm -hmm. our plan is they're both going in person for however many days it lasts. Yeah. But we still are sitting in a place of unknowns. This episode is brought to you by Fort Worth Moms, an online parenting resource to encourage and inspire moms in North Texas and all over the world. I was listening to the radio on the way here, and they were doing an interview about this specifically, and the lady was talking about um, how it's how the pandemic, and specifically going back to school in the pandemic, has stripped away our rhythms. Yeah. That we have had this natural rhythm of you go through spring break, right? And then you Mm -hmm. go back to school for a few months and then you have summer and you vacation. You vacation. Remember that idea of vacation? What is that? I want one. (laughs) 
you know, and then your kids go back to school and you have these rhythms that we've Mm -hmm. followed our entire lives and all of those have been stripped away and how that's affecting, you know, you talk about your daughter and and mental health, how that's affecting people's mental health and how that's affecting our kids. And so it is interesting to see us trying to adapt and create these rhythms that are that are virtual rhythms, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to see um, how that works for us. And I don't, I don't know. We're our first week in, and my mm-hmm. kindergartner, um, when they took attendance this morning, she turned her microphone on, and instead of saying here, she just said, "I'm tired." <laughs> and so. <laughs> She just was not feeling it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. only her fourth day, and she was like, I'm done. I'm done staring at your face. I got some bad news for you, sister. Oh, (laughs) some bad news. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of what these rhythms look like and and um, how we go about it and then I know I'm eager to get back to familiar ones I tell you like I I, I'm so eager for that I I'm trying to adjust to the fact that there may not be a return Mm -hmm. to what life used to look like you know it has to be some semblance of that it has to be I'm I'm not letting go yes yes but I just I have a few like mantras my you know one thing is I keep saying like we're going to take one day at a time Mm -hmm. I can't because you we've talked about this we can't make plans necessarily we can't look down the line and say this is our end goal right Right now it's we do one day at a time (laughs) and I can handle one day at a time Mm -hmm. and then I'm lowering my expectations on what tomorrow on myself Oh, yeah. On my children and on what my home looks like and even and especially on what the schools are providing for us. Because I can tell you I have always, always, always felt like teachers were superheroes. Never crossed my mind that they were anything less than superhuman. But after this week, I can tell you 100% like they are... They are saints. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a certifiable fact. Now. Yes, yes, yes. For what they have, what they have gone through, and how they are providing mm-hmm. um, education in an uncomfortable way. You know, anybody getting in front of a camera, mm-hmm. it's awkward. But imagine if you've taught for twenty years face to face, and all of a sudden you're speaking to a computer screen. Right. Yeah. And there are kids that you you can't do anything about what they're doing on there, you yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Okay, yeah. so I'm inferring from all this that you are the primary at-home room monitor. Mm-hmm. You're, the, you're the room mom this year. I am the you room are. mom. A job I never wanted, if <laughs> you, you remember. Yes, I do. <laughs> you are 100%. So how is that looking like for you, like – it's all you, baby. Mm-hmm. I am still figuring that out mm-hmm. um, because there are still natural rhythms and commitments that I have personally that I need to be able to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so trying to figure that out is, again, one day at a time and lowered expectations. Right. It really is just I am I am present. I am there to help. I am focusing on their schedules, getting them to their classes on time, mm-hmm. um, making sure they get their work done. It yeah. is it is very 
all-inclusive. And it's been interesting because I've noticed in my kids' classes, you know, you have the screen up there with all the little faces, um, that there are there are families that um, their kids are maybe, it seems like, at a daycare or um, maybe a pod. Right. And so there's a lot going on in the background. And then there are others where the parent is sitting behind them, obviously working from home. Um, and so people are just making it work yeah, it how is they a can. Moment, yeah. But yeah, it is, yeah. it's a pretty intensive commitment mm-hmm. at this point. My work schedule doesn't allow for me to be the... I mean, I am going to be the primary room mom, but not in the same way kind of that you are. Like, it'll be my job and my responsibility to be the overall big picture, I know everything about everything person, like when it comes to their schooling. But we have three adults in a five-day period that's going to chip in and help out Mm -hmm. to make this possible. So I'm going to take two full days at the beginning of the week so that I can have a really clear, good understanding of what the week's going to look like. Mm -hmm. And then my husband, in unprecedented choice, is going to take off Wednesdays for the rest of the fall. (laughs) This is like... Wonderful. Yeah. Now, this is something I need to report back on. Yes. And he is going to handle schooling for the girls on Wednesdays. And so I will actually start my full day work week is going to now be Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. On Thursday and Fridays, we have had um, uh, in-home child care since Anna was eight months old. Mm -hmm. And she's like literally our third parent and she's taking third parent duties on Thursday and Friday. And um, she is going to handle the schooling for the girls so that Brian and I can both work. Yeah. Um, But that's all of the maneuvering Mm -hmm. that it took to make this work out. Yeah. Like for us. I think if you talk to each family, like you're going to get a little bit of a different response. Yeah. About what they've chosen, mm-hmm. how they're making it work. I feel like we have like the gamut, you know, yeah. of just tr- people trying to find what is going to work best for for their family in this like mm-hmm. insane time. Because because the answer to that is so layered. It's not just what learning style is better for my kids yeah. or what I can afford, like. There are just these way different basic practical elements like health mm-hmm. and health care and not only the health of who's in our home, like how often do we see grandparents or how often do we see family members that might be health compromised? I mean, like all mm-hmm. this stuff is suddenly weighed into our education decision. And it's it has been a beast. I'm going to steal this from my um, women's pastor at my church, but she said she got on to a giant Zoom call for her son who's in um, high school, Mm -hmm. and it was about band, and the band director got on, and the first thing he said was, um, different does not have to be bad. Yeah. And I... I hope and I truly believe that someday when we look back in history and we look at this time period and 
you know, we're going to remember all of the crazy, but I think that there is, there is a shift that is happening that's going to be very positive. Yeah. For our a little children, bit of a revolutionizing of things. I yeah. agree. It's changing the course of education. Yes, it and is. it it had to happen. You know, it was it was a need that we had, but mm-hmm. it was never going to happen in any other way. Yeah. And so I think COVID forced it. Yes, yeah. I think you're that right. There are good I agree things with coming you. Yeah. out of this, but yeah, it for right now it is a beast. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, like I said. We are faced with conflicting. It feel, I don't know that it is conflicting, but it feels like conflicting needs for our children. And it makes me feel like I'm having to pick which one. Like, which one is more important? You are doing the best that you can, but you know your kid. You know, you know each of your children, you know your own family situation, your work situation, the availability of adults to help. I mean, you look at all of those factors and you make the best decision that you can for your family. And and the best decision doesn't mean a decision without downsides. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's the hard part. Yeah. Because there are some downsides. Yeah. 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 There are. And, um, you know, I think I remember when we were getting ready for my oldest daughter to go to kindergarten. I remember having lots of conversations about what is the best decision, private school, <laughs> oh, yeah. public school, home school, and agonizing over that choice, mm-hmm. right? And I remember people saying the choice that you make for her this year does not have to be the choice that sticks for the rest of her right. educational career. Mm-hmm. And that was that was almost revolutionary for me mm-hmm. because it was like, oh, really? You can change things? Yeah. Once you make a choice, you can change your mind? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And I think that's where we are and that there is some freedom and kind of a you can, okay, going to be all right because, mm-hmm. you know, like with your girls, if you send them in person and you decide that needs to change, they need to come back home. Mm-hmm. Or if you decide they're not ready to go back in person, yeah. y- you can make those decisions. And for us, it's the same thing. You know, if we get three three more weeks into this online learning and it is not working for one or both or all three of my children, honestly, my three-year-old is not in school, but she may lose her mind. She is now. Not being involved. <laughs> she exactly. She's going to be like way smart yes. when all this is over. Once she realizes all those coloring sheets I'm printing <laughs> off of Pinterest aren't school, she yeah. may not handle it well. So, <laughs> Well, she's going to be eavesdropping on all the things that y'all are talking she's about. She's going to be brilliant. Right. She yeah. will be. <laughs> so that's good. She can support me in my old age. Um, yeah. But, you know, we can change. We can change and we can send them in person. We can Mm -hmm. pull them out and do full homeschool that doesn't involve the ISD. One of the main reasons why we chose to do the online schooling with the, you know, the public school Mm -hmm. um, alongside of a homeschooling co-op, even though 
um, you know, they're they're really two very different things. Yeah. Because what I'm doing with my kids online doing school, I don't consider homeschool in the way that mm-hmm. like my siblings were homeschooled. Yeah. Um, I am not planning lessons. I am not right. teaching things. Mm-hmm. I am I am truly a a monitor. You know, yeah. I am helping, um, assisting. You're, you're the room mom. Yeah. And when thinking about well, should we just do our own homeschool? Um, my analogy that I used was when I think about doing that, I feel like I'm standing at the bottom of Mount Everest and I am wearing a, a bathing suit mm-hmm. and flip-flops and I'm told to climb it. That's mm-hmm. how I would feel if I mm-hmm. were to homeschool my children in the traditional I bring them um, curriculum and teach them right. myself it's just not something mm-hmm. I am equipped to do. Yeah. Um, so this is our this is our hybrid, and this is what yeah. is going to work for us mm-hmm. this week. Well, this is an ongoing conversation. Oh yes. Tune in for probably an October episode <laughs> where we just d- discuss about how we've completely mm-hmm. changed our minds on all of this, or we just sit here and moan for thirty minutes. <laughs> right. We're gonna do yeah. some therapeutic groaning. <laughs> yes. All right. Happy schooling, y'all. Until next time. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Fort Worth Moms.